Are you a female entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur? Are you a professional woman with a passion and want to start your own business or are facing roadblocks that are preventing you from thriving in the one you have? Successful female entrepreneurs have their share of woes to reach their share of wins. Hear their stories and learn how they do it, and you can too. Get ready to win with the Women Who Win Empower podcast. Here is your host, inspirational business speaker, and women's empowerment coach, Pat B. Freeman. Hello, everyone. I'm Pat B. Freeman. Welcome to Women Who Win Empower podcast with an entrepreneurial focus. This is where we talk real talk about the woes and the wins of successful women entrepreneurs who win despite obstacles and empower others to win. Our guest today is a real estate investor and founder of Wit Property Finders out of the state of Mississippi. Her company helps clients create wealth with rental property and minimum startup costs. She started in business with only $500 four years ago. Today, she owns 58 single-family home rentals and four apartment complexes. Her story and journey are amazing. This is what she wrote. I used to be a struggling single mother, driving three hours to work a job that could barely spare $25 a month. I was alone and homeless at one point until I decided that there's more to life that I am not just a woman who can be pushed around and that I can be whoever I want to be. I worked hard, learned from the best people and used my experience to build my own legacy. Please welcome Vicki Scatini to the show. Hey Vicki. Hey Pat, how are you? Thank you for that intro, wonderful. Well, you are wonderful, you're an amazing woman. And we're going to jump right into this. All right. All right. Now, please share for us a bit about your background and your journey to entrepreneurship with only $500. Oh, it's a juicy one. Let me tell you. So one day I was sitting at my kitchen table and I was, you know, driving three hours each way, not counting Fridays because Fridays would be four plus hours in California. And paying bills, I just, you know, realized I only have $25 left after I pay everything. So anything that could have gone wrong, flat tire, I was done. And I wanted more. You know, my daughter was getting into sports, doing stuff, and it was such a struggle to try to come up for uniforms and whatnot. So I started doing uh, flips in California, and I'm going through a divorce at this time. And Flips to me are great when you get the flip sold and closed. So I was able to save up some money and being able to pay the attorney. And I said, no, I want to create wealth. This, I, it was just too much. So I had $4,000. Actually, at that point when I made the choice, I had $5,000. And I decided to move. My daughter had moved to uh, Louisiana to go to school. She had graduated high school. And I decided to move to Jackson because the rental market, the ROIs was just unbelievable. So I tried to get a U-Haul. U-Haul wanted way too much. So being cheap because I didn't have that much money, I went and bought myself an enclosed trailer, sold what I had, and 
uh, just packed up my bags, contacted an, uh, an investor in Jackson, and I was buying one of the, her houses with owner financing. So literally, I just had to come here, sign on the dotted line, and I was going to move in. The whole trip, I had flat tires. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen. Things happen in the trip, but, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to go build my retirement, my wealth, my legacy. This is going to be awesome. I'm talking to this investor the whole time up until I get an hour away from being in Jackson, Mississippi. She stops responding to me. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe her phone went dead, you know, battery, who knows that whole, I get here and nothing, no response. So I had money, you know, I spent money on the trip and I had, you know, the, the 4,000 just kept going down, down, down now. So I stayed at a nice hotel thinking, you know, maybe she left her phone somewhere. Bottom line is next day I realized this lady ain't going to, she's not calling me back. Desperation mode sinks in because now I'm in a town that I don't know anyone. I, it's just not good. So I went to a lower, lower hotel because I'm trying to save my money and I just started making contacts. I, anyone that was willing to listen to me, I would go talk to. I was here for a mission. I was going to buy 60 houses in the next four years, the next four, I had my goal. I knew exactly what I needed to do down to daily, but I needed to live somewhere. I finally found someone that said, you know what? I'll owner finance you, but this is the best house for you. I just happened to be buying it. It's going through probate. And the guy just worked out this wonderful deal with me that I didn't have to come in with much. And I, but I still had to go through probate. So I, it went from hotel, now it's motel. And every week it went down. The last week, oh my God, if you would have just seen that motel, the choice that I had, it was in my car or that motel. My car was a lot better. During the midst of this, um, the same guy that was selling me the property knew that I was homeless. And he said, I can let you stay for a week at one of my vacation homes, but then after that week, it's rented. So I go there and it was, I had upstairs, downstairs. I don't know why I went upstairs. As I'm coming down the stairs, I fall down the stairs and I break my butt, my tailbone. So I literally homeless with a broken butt, literally. So holidays were coming. I couldn't even make the ride. It was three hours to go see my daughter. I couldn't even make the the ride. It was just majorly depression. So that week that I just did not have any more money left that, you know, the, the little bit that I had, I had to be able to move in. Uh, it was either the motel or the car. So I did one night motel. The rest was going to, it was the car. It was, it was bad. So I, by the time I got into the first house and I turned on the utilities, I had $500. So now I have no job. I still have, I mean, my mortgage was $350 a month and I have to pay utilities. I have to eat. Now what do I do? Because I didn't come here to go work a nine to five job. I came here to build my legacy. So I had my trailer. I was living out of my trailer. 
I had my trailer with all the stuff that I didn't want to sell. I brought because I wanted to keep. I started selling it on eBay. I started selling stuff and that was paying for my mortgage. It was paying my utilities. It was paying for my food. Plus it was buying materials during the day, you know, from like seven o'clock on eight o'clock to about five, I worked eBay. After that, I started working in my house. Now, the only thing is I had inherited my dad's tools when he passed away. I have this fascination over tools, even though I had no idea what these tools were for, but I loved them. So how I learned when I got into this house, let me just kind of give you an idea what this house, the lights were on, the water was running, the man that owned it uh, was an elder gentleman that passed away, and you can tell he had accidents on the carpet. So that really kind of grossed me out. So I had to take out that carpet out by myself. And I lived on, the floor was concrete. I had to just live on the concrete Mm -hmm. until I was able to fix it. But it's okay because now it's mine. Uh, That is my concrete. And I can live in it. I can do whatever I want with it. I can paint it if I want it. So I learned between Pinterest and YouTube, they taught me how to fix that house. I learned, and it was kind of cool because I would finish at five o'clock. Then I had already studied what I had to do that night. I would go work on the house till about midnight. And then if I was done with my project, I figure out the next thing I had to go do. Now, if I didn't have the materials, I had already started saving from eBay to go buy the materials before my eBay job started. And that's how I did it. I kept doing it. Now, the only two things that I did not do myself, but I had to save up the money was for the roof. I did the ceiling. <laughs> Have you ever tried putting uh, she rock up on a ceiling? That's no. interesting by yourself. That's very, very interesting. But uh, the, the roof was leaking and I learned how to fix the roof, but I'm afraid of heights. Oh, oh my gosh. I tried. I tried so hard when I had all my stuff there to go up there and fix, patch up that area. I couldn't do it. I just would freeze. So I did get a roofer and um, my HVAC kept freezing up. So I did get somebody to come and do that. But the rest of the house, I did it. I did. That was, that's my baby. I still have that one. That one's not going nowhere. So I just did that one. And then I moved on to the next one. I did the next one. It was probably about the third one that I was able to get a helper. And, and then it just kind of took off from there. It, It took off. That was four years ago. December was last December was four years. And I also did take nine months out in 2016 because my dream was always to have uh, apartments. I've, you know, houses, it's a lot simpler. Apartments, I had no idea what I was doing. And a colleague of mine bought an apartment here and he said, Vicky, would you manage it? And I had to learn. So I said, sure. Thinking I was going to get some kind of direction. I didn't. I got no direction. And he says, okay, we close. Go for it. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, where do you start? So to me, it's all about your mindset. 
you know, what do you prepare your mind to do? So I started thinking, okay, if this was my place, where would I start? I would start with the tenants. So I learned, I learned, I taught myself what to do and definitely what not to do. I, it was all trial and errors. Vicki, you are certainly a determined woman and a problem solver. Definitely. Definitely. I'm a big problem solver. So let me recap what I think I heard, because there is a lot going on in this journey from <laughs> California and planning one thing and everything else happening outside of your plan. Yeah. Pretty and much the only thing that worked out is that I made it to, to Mississippi. Everything else that was planned did not work. So you never heard from that woman again, and you ended up in a house that you wasn't planning to, to purchase, but Correct. you at least found someone who was willing to give you a place that now you have a fixer-upper, and you didn't plan for all of that, but, you, but you're doing it. I did it. I did it. So I, you, I just did it. I just did it. I mean, the, failure is not an option. There's, I mean, and there was only one way to go. It was up. So, and my mom always taught me, you do whatever it takes. That's why I always say wit. Whatever it takes, wit. And that's what I did. I so did whatever <laughs> it took to do it. So that's your business now, wit, property finders, whatever Correct. it takes, property finders. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I love that. I love that. Now there's there's a place where you spoke about in that move, somewhere along the way, you were working a nine to five. And then you were commuting three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that happen before you moved to to the south? Yes. Or- yes. That that was my decision when that's when I was going through my divorce, I took uh-huh. a nine to five job and every month I was just, I'd never had any money and never had any money and $25 left. My daughter was doing, you know, gotten into sports. You know, those uniforms are costly. Yes. And I had to figure out a way because she was never going to go without. I didn't care what I had to do. It was wit. She was going to have her uniform. And I think that's what I, I, I try to tell people, you know, there's a, and I'm not just saying single moms, there's a lot of moms that are struggling, struggling, um, it's harder probably for a lot of single moms. Your child doesn't go without, you will do with mm-hmm. to make sure your child goes on that field trip. You will do with to make sure your child has that uniform. That is the same drive you need for yourself mm. to get ahead. That is that same drive you put to for that uniform. You need to do that. Use that same drive for yourself. Before you moved from the West Coast, did you know when you had this trailer, you're coming south, did you know, were you already a realtor and that's why you knew that this would be what you would do here in Mississippi or at least in Mississippi? What had happened was a few years back, um, I, by a fluke, came 
ended up in Mississippi through a long friend of mine. And of course, I was a realtor in California, but I wasn't really being a realtor. I had the license. I back mm-hmm. in the days before I got married, I was a realtor or I've done real estate lawn loan officers, but I was working with home buyers. I wasn't really I wasn't doing investments. So this time when I had visited by a fluke here, of course, that's just something real estate's always been with me. And I always looked at the market. And at that time when I had came, I was in awe. It's so surprised what you could buy a house and what you can rent for the house. I remember, um, and this is before I decided to move here, long before, I remember asking the realtor, are you sure this is a three-bedroom, one-bath? How much? What's wrong with it? Mm. It, it? I couldn't comprehend coming from California, three-bedroom, one-bath was way, I mean, I could have bought 20. Absolutely. So, I used to live out there. Yes. Yes. So that's when I decided, um, you know, when I said, this is the time out of every place I have ever visited, the best returns was Jackson, Mississippi. The funny part was I had uh, bought a ticket that day to go come see my daughter for Thanksgiving. And that night I was just throwing my hands up in the air and I said, you know what? That's it. That's it. I'm moving. Forget the ticket. I am moving. Two weeks later, I I had sold what I sold, had bought the trailer, packed it up and left two weeks. Mm -hmm. Done done and over with, ready to go. So when you arrived and nothing was going as planned, you didn't have the house you were looking for, the person that disappeared, the realtor that disappeared. Now you have this remaining, I'm going to say what you said there, $500. That became what you used for that first property that you lived in, that the gentleman When I'm, by the time I started moving here, when I left, California had 4,000 with my blowout and all the stuff that happened. It was a little bit over 3,000. And then I was spending it at first. It was hotel, then motels. Mm -hmm. By the time I got in and I paid him, uh, I believe it was $500 that I paid him for down payment. And I promised I would find him deals. He didn't know me. He didn't know what I was capable of doing it, doing but he saw something in me. He mm. And I told him, I said, failure is not an option. I'm going to do it. You tell me what you need and I will find it for you. So we kind of worked at a, a deal. He would let me buy this house with owner financing, but I would help him find properties like he wanted. The last week, because I was down to a thousand dollars, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to eat. I need, and I didn't know if it was going to happen that week. So it was either get that horrible motel or and eat or car, eat and save, save what I had left, <laughs> you know, and the utilities, they wanted a deposit, 200 lights, you know, 150 for water yeah. that like killed me. So when I got in and all the lights were turned in. I it was actually like four hundred and eighty, but I just lie and say it's five hundred. Mm. But twenty dollars made a big difference. I'm telling you right now. Indeed, tell tell me, 
What does empowerment mean to Vicki? Empowerment mean for you to believe in yourself and just do it and have the faith focus and empower yourself that you can just do whatever you set your mind to do empower yourself and empower others help others you can do it anything you set your mind to do there's nothing i'm not a brain surgeon there's nothing nothing different from me you or the next door neighbors it's just how you have your mindset and you empowered yourself to do it. Just do it and believe in it. Well, you have accomplished a lot and you're, you have the evidence to show for it. You came from one place to a whole new state with, and then you basically lost the little that you had trying to just survive, ending up without the home you thought you were going to have. And then you your money dwindled down to nearly nothing. And now today you have how many properties? When actually now we just did the number because we closed on a few since I've been talking to you. So now I'm at 68 single family residents and four apartment complexes. Mm. Yeah. I I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've exceeded my goals already. I've exceeded I can't imagine. Them. But this is all in... Four years. Four years. Four years. Yeah, four years. My goal when I got here was 60 doors. That's what was going to be my goal. But I reached that so fast. And why stop there? Keep going. Were there any regrets? Are you having any regrets along the way about anything? Because it looks like you dropped and then you just powered up. You can, You got stronger as you lost things. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I would tell you my biggest regret is why didn't I do it sooner? Mm. Why? What? Why was I working nine to five, making $25, having extra, only $25 extra? All those years that I wasted, why? Vicki, you have a story that people certainly out there who are listening can be inspired and empowered by this experience. And there's so much more to you that we want to know. And there's going to be a way that we can find those things out. Tell us a little bit about, briefly, how you go about mentoring others to create their financial wealth legacy. I'm all about security. I don't ever want to be where I was. And especially women, we want that security. We want to make sure that we're not going to be homeless next month. So to me, what works for me and makes me feel that security is to have money coming in. Whether I am sick, what happens if you're sick today? If you're sick for a month and you don't go to work, you're not getting paid. So to me is, I want that money to coming in. And how I created it was through rentals. Now I've done uh, notes. I've done owner financing for people. I've done a lot. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, but my core to my plan is rentals. So that is 
what I want to teach other people mm. is how do you build your wealth? How do you, you know, have that security that if something happens, you get sick, anyone gets sick. I want to teach others to have that security along with building your legacy and giving them, empowering them to know for them to believe in themselves. If you don't have the mindset, you're not going to accomplish it. I don't care if it lands in your lap. It's just not going to happen. You just have to do wit and do it. Just do it. Do whatever it takes wit. So when you're mentoring others, if someone were interested in learning how to buy, to be a real estate investor and learn how and learning how to buy property, they can become a student of yours. And I understand there was a student that you had recently even that was fairly successful. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of them. They did phenomenal. Day two, they closed a deal. So in real estate, there's not just flipping rentals. There's so many other ways of creating, uh, creating income coming in. And that's what I like to teach my students is, look, don't just, you know, take those blinders off because there's so many different ways that you can make money. I, there's, there's, um, you can buy properties, you can flip, you can owner finance, you can do a wrap with an owner financing, you can find funding, you can find deals. And that they did one of those and three in two days, day two, they closed one deal. They didn't know what they were doing. They just followed what I said to the T. We spent probably about two hours going over. They went and they did it. They just did it. Day two, they made $3,600. For those listening, listeners who subscribe early on iTunes or Stitcher, you're offering them a free gift. Tell us about that. So for the first five, I am offering them one hour free consultation mentoring call with me. That way we can get them on track to their building their legacy plus $500 off any of the mentoring programs that I have. Awesome. Tell us how you can be reached. So I can be reached. I'm, I'm the social medias, but I have the whippropertyfinders.com. And I also have Vicki Scatini. The mentoring is vickyscatini.com. The phone number that they can reach is 951-445-8852. Awesome. Vicki, you stated in your bio that you wanted to share your story and inspire those who have already given up, letting women know that nothing is impossible if you do whatever it takes. You have accomplished that today. Thank you for being our guest. Join us again next week for another episode of Women Who Win Empower. I'm Pat B. Freeman. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review on iTunes. Want to be a guest or advertise with us? Visit patbfreeman.com or email to pat at patbfreeman.com. Also, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher and receive automatic updates. Subscribe early and get a free product or tool from guest and the host to help power your dreams. Also, be inspired by special episodes with successful male entrepreneurs who stand in the gap to inspire and empower women to win. Finally, 
check out Pat's latest book, Get Your Mind Right, Seven Steps to Breakthrough Confidence for Aspiring Authors, available on Amazon. Join us every Wednesday on Women Who Win, Empower, 